What is up guys? So welcome back to another video on the SEO and keyword research proportion on growth vertical. So I know we were talking about a bunch of stuff before we talked about how to get keywords or how to research keywords using core keywords that you've researched that you got from your client or that you've actually gone and put in if you're the owner of a startup, obviously, um, or the founder of a startup. Then you've got the organic research that we've done using the SEMrush tool. We've got the traffic analytics that we did and backlinks, right? So to look at what publishers you can work with in the future, where you can get links from so that you can increase your domain authority as you publish more and more content, excuse me. Uh, but this tutorial, this is going to be one of my favorite my, my, one of my favorite features from SEMrush, it's the most effective and efficient way to actually find keywords and understand where you can actually prioritize, where you should pr produce content first, where you can get ahead, where you can actually go ahead and catch up with your competitors, right? And almost find out, hey, where are they lacking that you can actually potentially Im improve and what articles you can particularly improve on, right? To see um, exactly where you can get things done. So. This tool is called the keyword, the keyword gap tool. That's it. It's going to the wrong one, but we're essentially going to go ahead and compare the one that the same domain that we're looking at before. So I believe it was, I think it was neilpatel.com, singlegrain.com. I think we had clientboost.com and we had um, webfx.com, right? So yeah, what you want to do is you want to grab the first, uh, so your four competitors, right? Top four competitors, top four indirect competitors, and you want to run this sort of similar scenario, right? It's the same process, right? Uh, and you'd go ahead and smash, you know, uh, put them in and smash compare. And uh, remember, you can do this on the paid, on the free version and paid version. I'd advise you to get a paid subscription, of course, um, because then you can sort of take your time and actually do a hell of a lot of research, you know, but you can still get by on doing just the initial keyword research, backlink research, and keyword gap research, essentially, um, using just the free trial. So I'll link to the free trial uh, so that you can actually go ahead and get signed up, and it'll be pretty easy for you to just get started, and you can just start cracking on right in trying to grow uh, the traffic that's heading to your domain. So yeah, when you've input um, the particular domains, you can actually go ahead and compare the keyword gap, right? So what the gap is in keywords that you rank for versus your competitors and what they rank for compared to each other um, from the organic standpoint, from the paid standpoint, and obviously from the uh, PLA standpoint. Um, what I would suggest is obviously go over to, if you scroll down, you'll see straight away on the keyword overlap, you can see who's actually had the most impact in that particular, across all those particular domains. Neil Patel just seems to do the most, like he does a lot of work over here, especially content marketing from the content marketing front, same as WebFX. Remember time also matters, right? How long someone's been in the game, you know, the amount of keywords that they've, the amount of content they've produced, the keywords that they've covered. That's why you'd actually go ahead and do a gap analysis because you may necessarily not have enough time to even catch up, right? But you want to go ahead and identify gaps so you can produce the right content to get, you know, to provide your potential prospects or any readers with the right content so that you can give them the right info, educate them in the right areas. And if you're yes, selling a product or service that's going to be useful to them and you know that they need them and they know they need it, they just don't know it's yours that they're going to go with, you can educate them and move them further down the funnel with your content all the way down to a transactional seeking mindset where they can actually go and convert. You know, if you can go and try to convince or persuade them to um, get on board with your product or service or offering. 
So based on that, you would look at the top opportunities. This is the first one of the first things you'll see. And that's where you can find out exactly what it says, right? How many keywords are missing, right? What are you missing? And what's weak, right? From what you're already ranking for compared to others. I don't rank for any, and I'm presuming if you're a startup or the founder of the startup, you would actually, un you probably have something similar, right? Um, so when you look at missing, you can see straight away, hey, well, what sort of content am I missing? So stuff around Google Keyword Planner, so probably AdWords that I'm not talking about enough, Bing ads, marketing funnels, Facebook advertising, LinkedIn ads. I'm not big on the content front right now. We haven't really produced much content as of yet. We probably focus more on the YouTube side. Um, so video content, video marketing, and uh, the, but the plan is to actually go ahead and expand there. So I know straight away what sort of topics I could be talking about. So these could be like pillar pages or they could be part of my topic clusters around my particular pillar pages, right? So, um, and that just depends on your offering. But as you scroll down, this is where the magic happens, right? So you can see straight away based from comparing my, my domain versus competitors, you can see, hey, well, you know, SEMrush is a really good way of actually going ahead and actually showcasing what each of these mean but it means so shared keywords for each of the domains has actual rankings right all of them uh missing so in which all the do all the competitor domains actually go ahead and they they rank for all like similar keywords right so they will rank for 1.8 keywords that i don't uh, so i should take a look at it because maybe there's something here in terms of pillar pages that are related to my business too and i can talk about specific areas um and then you want to go to like so like week uh, pretty self-explanatory, which I rank for, but it's lower than competitors. Strong, where I'm doing better. Um, untapped is where at least one of the other competitors, at least one of them do, but I don't at all. So it's 519,000 I could. Um, four that I'm unique for, no one else ranks for, and then there's the all keywords. Now, this is the big list. 519,000 keywords is a big list, right? So you want to sort of go and understand, you want to understand straight away what are my competitors? And you can go scroll up to the positioning and you can say, hey, I want to understand where my competitors rank in the top 20 positions, right, for each of their content. So you can see that if I filter by 20 and I kind of want to know about everything they rank for that's got over a volume of like, let's say 100, I would, I would probably go higher. But in the interest of looking at the results of the searches, we can see that we're down to like 147,000. Um, so maybe I can talk about particular things like this so i'm gonna go i'm gonna actually go with excluding well one two three four exclude 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 keyword containing meal uh keyword containing uh single grain so i'm getting rid of all the brands right so right now so you've got the single grain you've got client boost and you've got web fx right so i'm gonna go there we go and apply and it should get rid of some keywords not all um and then let's just say that i want to look at everything that's got over 500 because you essentially want to go after the height oh seems like only 4.5k so this is how i narrow things down right and you'd go in and just try and understand hey well what are they ranking for so let's say i i do provide google ads right what well, and I do talk about, let's say I provide Google ads and I haven't got any content on that. So what kind of, what sort of things are they actually ranking for? We can first off see that Neil Patel ranks at number 19 for these guys. Um, and single green is the only one that competes here. And so does WebFX, but way out of, way out of the top 20 marks. So we can go ahead and see what these guys are ranking for. 
Um, you can see who ranks in the top 10, right? And you can go and understand um, where you can start to focus your efforts, right? Where can you see um, certain people that are actually missing those keywords, like we were talking about earlier, right? Or for example, things that you are strong or weak on um, or unique on, and where can you actually go ahead and um, actually build more momentum? So say, for example, with unique, right? Let's say you have a bunch of articles that are unique and they're actually pretty impactful to your business. You would rather focus on producing content there rather than catching up on a crazy amount of like 517,000 keywords, right? Straight away, um, and you might want to just pace yourself with those particular keywords and just deprioritize them slightly, but focus more on what you're actually good at at the moment. And then what you could do is obviously reassess based on how much content you've produced over time. Let's say one to two articles a week. Um, and then you can start to assess whether you're actually making up ground and whether you're getting the right traffic. If it's becoming difficult, I would suggest, you know, you should definitely go for anything that's um, lower KD. So uh, most of the time, I'd say if you're in a low domain authority, probably should go for below 50, but I'm going to go for 60 right now. And it seems like 106,000 of this can be, um, let's go for the top 10 now, right? I want to go understand, I want to understand exactly what they rank for in the top 10. Let's drop this even more. So 53,000. Um, Brick Seeker, don't really, don't think that this is uh, relevant, relevant. So I might be a digital marketing strategy agency. So let's go, let's see what digital marketing is. Four, untapped, I, you know, 846 keywords around uh, digital marketing. And you can really see who ranks for what and go and assess what they, what, how they're ranking, right? So Neil Patel obviously ranks, ranks number two for digital marketing blog. Um, what does he do on that page, right? So you can then see, hey, what sort of questions are related uh, what sort of questions are popping up? What's the related terms to it? Um, how does he rank, right? So he's got a, he's got around a page authority score of about 77. He's got about 127 thousand uh, domains uh, ranking linking back, and then he's he's got about a thousand keywords that are ranking right for for that particular page. So this is how you can go ahead and assess things, um, and you can say, hey, well, how much effort is it going to how much effort does it require to actually go and rank this particular page, right? How many domains is it going to take to actually go ahead and boost the domain score or the page authority score? How many keywords do I need to cover in order to actually catch up? Um, there's a bunch of ways that you can understand on how to reprioritize these things. And it's really interesting because you can then start to do things like sort by CPC. Now, this, here's one quick tip, right? You essentially want to, if you sort by CPC, and you look at the volume, don't don't just go off the top high volume con like keywords straight away, right? You really want to assess and get a nice healthy balance between the volume, the keyword difficulty, and the um, the CPC. The reason why I say CPC is because the higher the value of CPC means the more lucrative the keyword is, means more people are bidding on that keyword, meaning it's obviously um, influencing transactions. So you can go and find out what is influencing transactions maybe an Amazon digital marketing agency. Maybe you're an Amazon digital marketing agency. Not for me. Um, maybe I'm a digital marketer, so I do digital marketing for lawyers. Then I kind of am interested on this, right? And it seems like WebFX specialize here, so I want to go and see how they're doing something. And I want to set myself up on my own page. They're number seven. And it's about 31 
30. So I would go and see if I can actually go ahead and rank for this, but for one of my actual solutions pages, right? So if we go and type in digital marketing lawyers, lawyers, yep. Go ahead and just double check this. Who's seems like they're not. Oh, they're number nine. So you can see like tips for law firms. And then you've, they've got an article here, right? Uh, straight away. So it seems like it's uh, something like industry related content for law firms, particularly. And they've got some CTAs there. You've got law firm digital marketing services, see what they're actually ranking for. Um, see, most of them are actually ranked for these particular services pages, meaning it's a high intent. Uh, it's a high intent keyword, meaning when people are looking, typing that in, they're looking for those particular services. That's why this keyword is so lucrative. Um, and that's why it's so important. I appreciate this has actually gone over, but it's, it's really important and quite interesting to actually understand the intricacies of why you would use something like the keyword gap tool and how that would actually help you in your keyword research process. So what I would do is obviously save the prior, the high priority keywords. Let's say your most direct competitor is Neil Patel. Uh, look at who, where he ranks the highest, right? Uh, in comparison to someone else. Um, and you can probably say that I want to be in position. Oh. Excuse me. Yep. So you want to say I want to be in position one to 10 is what I would suggest um, like this. And then you would see, come on, this should work. Interesting. So he doesn't, he doesn't rank for anything at one to 10, but WebFX do, right? Okay. It's, it's actually, it's actually really frustrating why this is happening. Maybe it's just If it's three to 10, it should come up straight away. It doesn't need to in. Okay. Anyway, um, maybe it's because it doesn't matter anyway. So the top 10, right? Let's go with the top 10. Regardless, you can still find out where they're ranking for in the top 10 and understand, Hey, is this linked to what I do? Have I got a beginner's guide to digital marketing? Can I rank that any better? Is it difficult to rank? It's 51. So you need to find out exactly what you need to do to rank for that. Right. Um, so this is how you can understand, do I need to add more? Do I need to make any of my content more valuable? What do I need to, what content do I need to start with? What have other people already worked on? That's getting a lot of traffic, but that when I look at their articles, they're actually missing quite a bit. These are the sort of questions you can answer, and then you can prioritize some pillars over others and some topic clusters over others, right? So this is how you can sort of get to grips with starting out, uh, that research process and being more effective and efficient, especially in the early days, just by using something like the keyword gap tool, right? And with this, I don't have a lot of data, but if I did, I can then identify where like, for example, uh, let's say I'm strong on keywords that for I'm strong on, but um, competitors aren't. Um, and you can see, hey, where can I focus on more of my strong keywords because my competitors aren't really tapping into that more so I can climb the rankings for that and then move on to um, some other untapped keywords that I haven't even considered yet, right? Um, so there's some creative ways on how you can strategize and reprioritize the content that you're creating. But yeah, this is part of the keyword research tutorial, obviously for the competitor research. Um, there might be some, a few more 
facets of the entire process that need to be covered. But this is one of the main ones I would suggest looking over. So again, if you need to subscribe to a SEMrush, the SEMrush tool just for the free trial or whatever to carry out the initial keyword, keyword research, then I'll drop a link for that in the below, but uh, in the in the description. And otherwise, I would suggest actually buying a subscription is actually not that expensive. You can get away with the base subscription and still carry out a lot of this research right now um, and still have a really good, like make a really big impact, right? On your try on your traffic's um, your domain score, your how much traffic is coming to your website. So guys, I appreciate it that you've been, you sat here and actually watched this video. Um, so thanks for watching the, making it to the end of the video. Um, please hit that like button if you did like the video, in fact. Otherwise, if you want to see more content like this, do subscribe to the channel. And if you want to see anything in particular or you have any questions, just drop it in the comments below. I'm happy to answer any questions and cover anything that you want to see specifically, right? So, um, yeah, I'll see you in the next video. And thanks for watching. Take it easy. See you soon.